Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. The Zim Man. And I know uh, you got to be a little tired, Matt, so we appreciate you jumping on with us this morning. How you feeling, man? Hey, good morning, guys. No, I'm I'm good. I uh, we didn't get into about five last night, so uh, came up here and get, got got busy on the computer, getting stuff printed out on Gonzaga and getting organized, and and everyone else, Duke, Tech, everybody, and just trying to get all your notes together. And got home last night, got a little bit of talked on the phone a lot, and uh, shoot, it, it's good. I'm at the foundation right now. We're they're having meetings and planning, and everything's good. So it's fun right now. Anytime you're in the Sweet Sixteen. It's just you're just running on adrenaline, and it's just a good time. Well, Matthew, when you looked at all those pieces of paper coming off your printer and all that, what's a couple of those things that just was just jumped right out at you about Gonzaga? Well, it's kind of unique. You know, they won games in a whole lot of different ways uh, in how they played throughout the season. Of course, they're twenty-eight-three. They've had this great season, but like when they played, if you watched their game against Texas, which was a home game for them, you know, they, it's obviously much different when you're playing at home, but they. They're not a physical team, but in that game, they got a little physical because Chris Beard, Texas, they like to beat you up and get physical. And it was actually kind of a high-scoring, fun game. And both teams hit each other and were aggressive. And it was like 86-74. Then you look at some of their other games, and it was much more of a grinded-out game. Um, Like everybody else in their losses, you try to look and see what did they do during their losses. They got out-rebounded in those. They kind of seemed like the other teams were just – much more physical than they were. And they're not the most physical team. Alabama beat them, Duke beat them, and then St. Mary's beat them. So, you know, in the St. Mary's game, they couldn't score. St. Mary's plays a slow style of play anyway, but it was 67-57. And so, you know, if it gets into one of those, I know we'd rather have a, you know, we'd rather beat them 90-80, but if if it gets to be one of those 53-48 games that we just had in the second round Mm -hmm. against New Mexico State, I think that does. I think that bodes well for us, too, because in those slower games that are in the 50s and 60s, people have beaten them, and and St. Mary's proved that. That was kind of a recipe for them. But fact, so they, I'm sorry. Now go ahead. I was just going to say, well, if that's the case, it sounds like if we took, if, if, if we held them to 50-something points, then we would have taken them out of their game if, if they're up there in the, in the 80s. Well, that's something that Wallace Hall – Made a comment about one of the first things he mentioned was putting a chest on them uh, that they don't uh, that they haven't uh, bode well against some physical teams. It sounds like that's, that's what you exactly were looking right. at. That's right, and even even at, you know Alabama who who had their struggles in our league, and they go up there, they don't beat them on their home court, but they beat them in Seattle. And I watched that game; it was a Saturday game, and it was packed. It was a tremendous crowd for the Zags, and Alabama just went up there and. Out athletes were more athletic. They were flying around more, and they were more physical than than those guys were. And Drew Timmy, he's a very good player. He's skilled. He can do a whole lot of stuff. You know, he's a I mean, he, he he is a player that he can outsmart you. He, he he pump fakes. He jab steps. He tips the ball in. He's always around the basket. I, I love Drew Timmy. He was good last year on that team they had. Now they're not they're good, but they're not that dominant team they had last year that was undefeated all the way to to the finals. Uh, you know, they, they've had some bumps in the road like the Alabama game where a team just went at them. You know, Alabama attacked them. They were going off the dribble hard, getting in the paint, shackled for Quinterly. Those guys were driving the ball hard, and Arkansas has guys with J.D. and with, with, with Audis and some of those guys that can get to the rim, Devo, 
it can, it can have a, a big impact on the game. I think Timmy versus Jalen Williams will be a great, great matchup if that's what Coach decides to do. You can put a Stanley, you can put an Audi uh, on uh, on Chet Holgram. You know, he's a, he's so big, but he's super skinny, very thin, and he'll go in and post a little bit, but he also likes to face up and shoot. Those are their two best players. And luckily, they don't have a kid like Jalen Suggs like they had last year that can do everything, that's so good at everything. Their, their guard, we've seen a lot. One, uh, some of our players may not have seen him a lot, but you know, uh, they're, they're one of their better guards, Andrew Nebhart, which is, to me, their best guard, played at Florida. And so we've played him probably three or four times over his career at, at, at Florida before he transferred to Gonzaga. So, um, you know, if that's a kid that we've got. To me, he's a good player. He's not, he's not a guy that's going to light you up for 30. He's just a good, solid, you know, all-around pretty versatile guard. Matt, I am finally embracing my role on the show. There okay. is there is the guy I asked the dumb question. I asked the question that may have just been asked, and now <laughs> add to that, Roger, you can't ask that question. And so I'm going to ask, and it has to do with uh, uh, the, there is no tomorrow. Uh, uh, there is no tomorrow. This is it. It's it, it's a win and keep going out, and you're you're going home. How, how does that play into part with Musselman when it comes to playing everybody on the bench? And I don't know why I keep thinking about it because no one here has said, Roger, just quit asking the question. When I think about using a, a Vanover uh, to to go in there and just get his – foul out if he has to after after right. playing. Not necessarily playing the whole game, but just being that – that tall body, not necessarily big body, wide body, but tall guy to go up there yeah. and stand the paint and block shots, if at all possible. Is he capable of that? And does Musk have that mentality of playing everybody you can, throwing the kitchen sink at him? Well, it's a pretty good question. Now, you know, Coach going to do whatever he can if sure. he's disposable to win. There's, there is definitely no question about that. Now, for as far as like the, you know, you're talking about Personnel, Connor. Yeah. He hadn't played, you know, really since the January. I think it was January 18th or something against South Carolina. He just hadn't, he just hadn't played. He hadn't played in a long time, yeah. and so I doubt the coach will do that at this point because he, he. I think he's going to try to beat them with athletes. He's going to try okay. to beat those with not that. Not just taking a shot at Connor, but he's going to try to beat them with athletic guys that can fly around the court and are going to be super aggressive, like okay. guys like Stanley, Debo, Audis. Or even Trey Wade that's got some size. I think Trey will have a it can have a big impact on this game because he can beat you up and get a little physical and and do some things. So, but you know, you never know. You just don't yeah. ever know who you know a star might be when a guy will get to come off the bench, whether it's a KK or you know if you're struggling to shoot, you throw Jackson in. You know, Jackson went in when we're getting smacked pretty good in, in the in, in, yep. in doing the conference tournament. He puts him in. You know, he, he drills a three pointer. You know, so there's still guys on this team that can play. They're just not in the rotation right now, so you never yeah. question a coach. I, I'm not questioning him. I mean, no, no, no. I'm not questioning him. I'm not. I'm not questioning him at all because he obviously knows. I'm just sitting there. I guess being five six, five eight on my license, I just hate the waste of that height. Right. Well, he's, he's definitely tall. Connor's tall, and yeah. you know, Connor's had a positive impact on games here before. Sure. He obviously did last year, so you never know when when coach might, you know put somebody like that in. But I think this rotation set with eight, even right now, yeah. with Kamani, you know, he's having trouble getting in. He's the eighth guy. And so, really, we've shortened it to seven. And then the other night, Chris didn't play as much as he'd been playing. 
So really, it was almost a six-man rotation. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. And so it that, does. Bench, that bench has just gotten shorter and shorter. And I think Coach wants to have his best guys out there. And he don't okay. care. If Stanley's got to play 40, he plays 40. If already he's got to play 40, he plays 40. Mm-hmm. And uh, them other guys, it's just hard for them to, to crack, crack that court. We're visiting with Matt Zimmerman on the Hodges Glass Little Rock Glass Hotline. Matt, so so obviously everybody loves the defensive, you know, the way we're playing, and but the concern is offense. And so you know, some have said there's a blueprint out there now on on how you slow down this team through Tony. I mean, I'm sorry, through JD rather. Uh, talk about that, and, and maybe what do you do to to sort of change the offensive uh, woes that we've had recently? I think that I still don't think people have really figured out. You know, I think A and M. And Tennessee kind of figured out pretty good ways to guard Arkansas. Um, but I don't think most of them really have. Uh, even New Mexico State, I mean, they hold us to 53. But, you know, we missed, I think, between J.D. and, and also Jalen. Jalen yeah. as well yeah. missed a lot of yeah. shots that he normally makes around the basket. I, I think when you when you look up and there's all these guys that are struggling, I mean, like I think we missed – I would say we missed seven or eight right around the rim. Oh, no, there's no question. Layups. Yeah. No, listen, J.D. Yeah. missed like three in a row that were layups. Right. He did miss three. Yeah. And he makes that, you know, that's left hand for him usually. He makes that left hand scoop. But he's, he's five of 18. And, 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 and you know, Jalen, as good as he played, and great job on the glass, 10 of, you know, 15 rebounds. But I, I was good to see him get two offensive boards. I mean, Jalen hadn't been on the offensive boards hardly at all. Right. I think Winter got a couple of offensive rebounds, but 15 rebounds was so big. But, you know, also Stanley, who was tremendous against Vermont, he was 3 of 10. Right. So Jalen and Stanley, 3 of 10 each, and throw that with J.D., 5 of 18. I don't really think people have figured it out as much as I do think they figured out, hey, we're not going to foul you every time. And in our league, which is a league of let's call every let's call a lot of fouls, that benefits our style of play. I mean, we have been, especially at home, we have just eaten up people at the line. And even in the NCAA tournament, we're still, you know, the other day we go 22 of 25. Huge. That was huge. We make, yeah, it was huge, yeah. That was the, well, that was the difference, That's the difference in the game, in the game right. They, they, they make six. We make 22. How about this? Yep. I tell you that we're going to shoot 27% from the floor. One of the, <laughs> one of the worst Arkansas yes. ever done in the NCAA tournament. One of the worst we've ever done. 27% in an NCAA tournament game. Now this is why this is why maybe the upset helps us a little bit because we shoot twenty seven percent. We get out rebounded by seven. JD fouls out. We don't score a basket <laughs> in the net in the last six oh six. We score fourteen baskets for the whole game. They score eighteen baskets for the whole game. Second game in a row. Right. Actually, third game in a row. Count the SEC tournament. Where our opponent has made more buckets than we have. You add all that up. You would think that man, we may have got beat right there in that game. No, we win the game, and you won it with defense. Yeah. You did it with just dominating the free throw battle, and you did it by forcing turnovers. Nineteen of them against New Mexico State's guards, who looked almost shell shocked against the Razorbacks' good half court pressure defense. And those three things won the ball game: the foul shots, yep. the defense, and the turnovers. And it overcame all the other bad stuff: the, the offense that wasn't clicking, the shots that weren't going down. The getting out rebounded on the glass by New Mexico State. And Arkansas finds a way to win that game. That's a huge thing. Maybe we felt a little pressure. I don't know. But you you normally think, hey, the Hogs are going to score more than 53 on a New Mexico State. This is a high score. Arkansas still scores 70, you know, in a, almost 80 points a game. And so 
even against Vermont, who wants to play a little more grind it out, beat you up, you still score 75 points. But it was a tough game. The Hogs, the best thing was they figured it out. They found a way to win. Again, just making foul shot after foul shot after foul shot. After. Not all teams can do that. Like yeah, we, I came home yeah. last night and I'm watching those. There's teams shoot yep. brick, yep. brick, brick. And Arkansas, make, make. Make us the third best free throw shooting team in Arkansas basketball history. It's amazing, Matt, because you, you remember a few years ago we could not we were horrible at the free throw line. I guess it was five, six years ago. I remember we cannot make a darn yeah, free throw. Yeah, I was throw. coaching them. Yeah, I was coaching them. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's not reflect. I'm just that I remember I remember wow. thinking we cannot shoot free throws. I remember it. <laughs> it is amazing yeah. that, that, that twenty two or twenty five. Hey, I did want to ask this. We've been debating a little bit this morning about uh about Coach Few. Um and um uh, you know, obviously his time at Gonzaga and whether or not they're blue blood. I, I made the comment they're blue blood for this century uh, because if you look at yeah. if you look at his his record, it is stunning. Six hundred and thirty three wins. He's had uh, twenty one NCAA tournament appearances. Twenty one years, thirty six yeah. tournament wins, two Final Fours, two championship game appearances, Sweet 16 11 times. I think he's been to Sweet Sixteen seven straight. I mean, I'm not sure. You know. And I think he's number one in wins percentage-wise. I mean, where does he sort of yeah. stack up? Where do they stack up in the in in the two thousands? I like how you say that. In the two thousands, they are a blue blood. Now they haven't won a national title, and the blue bloods have all won multiple. And so, but as far as this century, they've been really good. You know, to me, a blue blood is you know Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky, unfortunately, and Kansas. Unfortunately, I don't like right. one of those last two really at all. But those are the four blue bloods because the history. Of 70, 80, 100 years, national right. championships, multiple Final Fours. Those teams constantly winning conference championships or conference tournament championships. And Gonzaga does that. And, you know, they win their league every year. They win their conference tournament most every year. And they make deep, they've gotten now where they're making better deep runs. Remember back in the day, they were first round, second round, they were out. Yep. And every once in a while, it would be, it'd be a big deal. They'd get to the Sweet 16. They were out. You know, and all of a sudden, then they went to the Final Four. And then, they got, they got last year with that great team they had, you know, it's been said by a lot of people, and I sure believe it. Last year was a, it was just like this year. It was all wide open, except for, you know, Baylor and Gonzaga are just really, really good. You don't want to run into one of them. You want to avoid one of them as long as you can. Well, unfortunately for us, we ran into Baylor in the, in the final eight, and they beat us. But Gonzaga was like that. They were a tremendous team. They were, they were big. They were athletic. They could shoot the ball. This team probably not quite as good as that team. But they're still good, and I, I tell you what, they're you know they're well coached. Mark Hughes never had a losing season. I used to see this graphic from my old boss, and we put it in our game notes, and we use it for recruiting and of the guys that coach. I had coached for fifteen or more years and never had a losing season. There was about four of them on that, you yeah, know, yeah. and and he and he never has had a losing season. And, and Eric Musselman has the NBA, but never in college. Coach Musselman's never had a losing season in his seven years as a head coach. So these are two coaches. Got good staff. It's going to be a chess match. It's going to be a battle. They're going to go at each other, and uh, I can't wait for Thursday. Hey, it'll be here quick too. Now I know it's Monday. This is our only day in town. The whole full day in town. I was in Buffalo from for parts of six days, guys. Tuesday to Sunday, and uh, that was a long time to be in Buffalo. And hopefully, we'll be in San Francisco the same amount of time. Yeah, I think I think I'd pick San Fran over uh, Roger. You and I have been to San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, RJ, were you with us that trip? No, I didn't make that, that San trip. San Diego. Yeah. Listen, I, I loved you know being up there where we were overlooking. It's a beautiful, beautiful oh, area. Lombard uh, uh, Street, Lombard it, Street. Yeah. I think is what it was. You know, with the uh, 
Yeah, the, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that, Rog. Yeah, yeah. I think Buffalo would probably not be my number one uh, choice, but that's yeah. that's why why you win when you win, you don't care, you know. That, that's you know. exactly right. <laughs> and, and really, and guys, and our fans are so amazing. And there was, I would say, three hundred Razorback fans there, diehards, three fifty maybe, and that's one of the smallest I've seen ever for us. And that's how far away we were. Because, you know, Razorback fans, I think there'll be many, many more in San Francisco. Uh, hopefully a couple thousand, maybe three thousand. I don't know wow, how many nice. will be able to get out there. Obviously, it's a big deal to get to the Sweet 16 and the Final Eight. Go check it out. Get there. You know, find a way to get in the, in the building. But it was, it was like weird. It's kind of a, like a warp of time because you're like, you know, here we are in the second round of the NCAA tournament. There's three or four hundred Razorback fans here, you know. And, and you felt like there was going to be, you know, eight thousand. But it was just a long ways to go, and it was. Uh, and their weather right now is. It was beautiful while we were there for three days. It was beautiful, and, and the the people from Buffalo were just so excited about having sunshine and nice days. But it was rough when we got there, and then it was rough a little bit yesterday when we left. It's kind of snowing around. It was about twenty eight degrees in the morning there, and, and uh, they're they're still getting through the winter, but. It was good to us, and you go two and zero. That makes you like it a whole lot better. No doubt. All right, absolutely, Matt. Before we let you go, I, I want to know how you. I don't know if Roger and RJ, you've noticed, but you know, Coach Z does his post game yeah. recap. Yeah. So your post game recap, I've been watching the last few years. Is it? It's. All, I mean, the last few games, rather. It is all. Maybe maybe the last ten to fifteen games. It's almost always exactly around two minutes. In five seconds or two minutes and nine really seconds. really got good with timing. So the yeah. question is, I was wondering, is somebody letting you know, okay, that's two minutes, yeah, or is that your internal clock doing that? Because that's pretty darn amazing. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah, I got two people helping me on my videos. I got Jack Fuller. He works for the athletic department. He's a little rock kid with the Catholic. And then on the road, I used uh, uh, Jack Parker. Fuller, I'm sorry, Fuller Birch. Fuller Birch is the kid from Little Rock Catholic that works here. He helps me for home games. And he does all my little he helps me get it posted. My phone's not great, so we send the videos to him. I tell him what to say, and he does the type. He gets it sent out for me. That's Fuller Birch, and my camera guy is Jack Parker. Wow. He's got a whole production team. He's got a You got an entourage. Zimmerman Productions. Yeah, so, so somebody's saying, somebody's giving you the signal two minutes. Yeah, so I guess what okay. I tell them to do, and I've had to use yeah. you know, other people to right. film with Jack who's not around or something like that. Main thing is, let me know when it's because I can only go 220 on the Twitter video. So, <laughs> hey, is. let me know when it's two minutes, and then I just go for my own after that. So, uh, you know, two minutes goes fast because I have a lot to say. You do. Uh, yeah, you yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. All right, coach. It's good and it's fun, and I like the pregame one a whole lot because I can kind of talk about what, you know, what I think is about to happen in the game. I really like that, and all right, whether I want to talk about them or talk about us. And then after the game, it's just a recap and, uh, but I, but I love it. It's fun, and sometimes I see things different than you see them. Or you know, it, that's basketball. That's the beauty of basketball. We can watch five players play, and I may have a different opinion than you do on four of those five guys. You know, it's just that's, right. that's the beauty of basketball. And so uh, it's been fun, and I just hope we. I'd love to see us play four more games. I can tell you that. I, I know, know that's that right. Great. Yeah. We're looking for that. Coach, It'd be great for our fans. Oh, our absolutely. fans would love it for sure. We've missed it. We haven't been this way. Baz has brought up the numbers as far as that goes back-to-back uh, -back or all the wins that Coach has. Last thing for me, Coach, and that is who was the one and what was the tweet that got Mrs. Musselman all fired up? You know, I didn't I didn't even know about uh, Miss Daniels. Uh, I was traveling with him yesterday, but I missed her tweet, and then somebody said something to me and showed it to me, and, I, I don't, and I, and I just, I didn't know. I don't know what it was. 
Um, you know, they okay. get so many, uh, like, uh, you know, where you get uh, your notice. I don't know if they look at their notifications, but where people at you or yeah. say stuff. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, I don't know what it was. And uh, it may have been something small or big. I, I, just, I didn't ask. I didn't go That's up and all ask. Right. I know you better not. <laughs> just leave no, it. Listen, right. Right. Hey, why are you mad about that? Yeah, we but, love a woman who stands by her man. Well, you're never gonna you're never gonna win in that in that game, Matt. You know, people are just you no know, matter what you do, you got. That's what Twitter, social media is about: yeah. is people complaining and just it will never end. No you matter mean what to you tell do. me, it's not real life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Matt, listen, I know your 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 voice is gassed, and Thanks, uh, thank you so much for jumping on with us. We're excited to uh, follow you guys for another week. It's gonna be a lot of fun. And listen, I loved seeing upset on Thursday, but appreciate you jumping on with us today. All right, thanks, 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 David and RJ and Roger. You guys enjoy this week and all the hype going into the game. Thanks, Th- coach. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate right. you, buddy. Safe travel. Okay. You're the best. Go home.